Hey, this is Steven. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> I felt like that was it. Yeah, whatever. Was, yeah. It's your podcast, Steve. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you feel like doing. All right, this is Steve, and this is the Punch-Up Podcast. With me this evening. Mm-hmm. Why? It isn't Why easy. do you have to ruin Great. everything you just in gave your life? Everything. Norman Cliff an opening. <laughs> can I be Frasier so can I get on a spinoff? No, you Cliff? cannot be fucking Frasier. Hi, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. <laughs> There's In no world are you Frasier. And with me tonight are Steve Roney. But here's the thing. You said Norman Cliff, and she wants to be Cliff. I'd rather be Norm. Ian O'Shea. Can I be Woody? Jesse Preisendorfer. I want to be Shelly Long. You're not Woody. Kevin Reagan. She might be Woody. Can I be Woody? Oh, that'd be awesome. And Dana Young in the Storyteller Chair. You're Cliff. Fuck you. That was a pretty good. Interview. Are we giving it to her? Yeah, yeah sure. She Do that. It. Make that happen. Dana, you say my name right at times and wrong at other. Like, what when are you, you? Are you Reagan? I'm Reagan, but you Where call me Reagan you? when you want to insult me, and I'm like, did she say Reagan or Reagan? No, she said Reagan. You know what? Because I, I can't. Me. There's no A, and you're not Ronald, and I can't do it because it's Reagan. Okay, and here's I'm the so thing. Sorry, and it I, is my, not, I think so hard about it. I will give this to you as a fellow a liberal. It's a gift. Ronald Reagan's family changed their name when they came to this country. If you go back to Ireland, there is no such thing as R-E-A-G-A-N. Regan is pronounced Reagan in Ireland. Reagan. Wait, we're not done. There's no such thing as Shut up, Ian. E-O-I-N. I'm talking. Okay, you're talking to the girl whose name is yeah. Donegal. I'm quite aware. That's Hello. why I'm giving it to you. The Reagan. Irish. I still Reg- Reagan. That's Reagan. it. Reagan. The Irish Reagan. nuns okay. could pronounce. I'm I'm leaving it all in. Uh, 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 Easiest Monday you. editing no, this episode ever. Yeah. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Up <laughs> Podcast. With me tonight, Ian O'Shea. I am. You said tonight. Yeah. Fuck. You can't see tonight. Hey, this is Steve at the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Ian O'Shea. Hey, bud. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Jesse Preisenhofer. Hey, Steve. And in the storyteller chair, Dana Galeon. <laughs> Hi, Steve. All yours, Dana. Thanks, Roni. So, I am from a little state called New Hampshire. I've heard of it. Cool. And I uh, spent a lot of time there, grew up there. Is that in the Union? Oh, yep. It it's is. upside down next to Vermont. It's a... Small state, 1.3 million people. That's not. That even sounds state. pretty big. <laughs> that sounds big. I mean, no, that's that like, like small. That's smaller than Philadelphia. It's smaller than yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I know it's a small state, but I don't know. That just sounds like a. No, it's not. You're wrong. How come okay. you're such a size queen when it comes to states? Ian? No, I get it. All right. We're right. California. Fucking, all right. That's exactly <laughs> why. It's exactly uh, why. That's all that matters. All right. Matters. So okay, we're all going Wolverine on this motherfucker. All right. Okay. Tell your fucking story, Dana. Fine, asshole. I grew up in a town called Hudson, which is right on the border of Massachusetts. But from the time I was a baby, my mom and dad would go camping in the summer on a lake called Newfound Lake. We had a for real camper that we set up on a campground and we would be up there for weeks because my mom was a public school teacher. Awesome. Yeah. What did your dad do? My dad worked as a fishery biologist for the National Wildlife Service. Okay, so this is officially the whitest story we've ever told. (laughs) Oh, it'll get whiter. Don't worry. It'll get whiter. (laughs) New Hampshire. (laughs) I know you're thinking, how could it get whiter? But it will. 
So in, I'm going to say 1981, my folks had the chance to buy a plot of land up near the lake, not on the lake, but near the lake. And for, I think for like a very small 81, is that uh, Synchronicity? Uh, No, no. No. Synchronicity was 84. That late? 81 is like Def Leppard. The cars. Shake it up. Thinking more, um, uh. I'm going to say Eagles. Then Centerfold. Um, Jake Giles. Jake Giles Band. Okay. So my folks bought five and a half acres of land, not on the lake, but I'm going to say like a mile from the lake, in this tiny, adorable town, which I will remain unnamed because I don't want anyone to go there because there's only 460 residents and people will flood this town because it's amazing and beautiful. So my folks bought this land and my dad built a camp on this property. It was small. I'm bad with sizes. I'm going to say it was like a 20 by 30 foot camp on this five and a half acre plot of land. Not just a house or a cabin, a camp. We called it camp. So there's a lot of beds. 20 by 30. What is it? What what, what are you using? (laughs) I'm using my head to calculate bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, but like Like, 20 by 30 feet. No, that's... Okay. It sounded good in the car on the way over here. Hold on. What is the width of the room that we're in? 20 by 30. No. (laughs) Yeah, right. What is the width of this across this way? That's not the width. 20... That's the lake. That's true. What did you this, by 10? this is 22. This okay, here's the problem. maybe 18. Okay, Dana just not, pointed to no. the length of the room and well, asked what the width is. The width. Okay, listen, yeah. guys. So I'm going to just say maybe 20 by 20. It was small, okay? You walk in. You're about talking feet, right? 20. Yes. Now it's 20 by 20. It was super small, you guys. We're just asking. 20 feet is... It wasn't inches. It was feet. You walk in. Half the camp is this big screened-in porch. Awesome. I slept out there on a twin bed. <laughs> you keep calling it a camp. It's yeah, a just, fucking just, house. It's not even a house. This is just dimensions. <laughs> You're just giving us dimensions. <laughs> right. With so, a porch. Mathematics. No, I, I have a question. How does, a, how does, it, no, how does dimensions have let's a just, porch? Let's just put this all into perspective. Dana, what are the dimensions of a twin bed? Start there. 16 by 15. Hold on. Yeah. 17 feet by 14 feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. No more numbers for you. Oh so. My God. Okay. But it's small. I have just one question. No, no, what no the more. fuck are you talking about? So you live ha- on a 20 by 30 plot of rectangle. <laughs> a plot of rectangle. You, is this, in, in is this on Sesame Street Ranch? Oh. Shut the front door. Okay. Okay, here's the deal. The camp, there's this big screened-in porch where we hung out at the all cabin. The time. So there was a structure. In the cabin, yes. The porch was attached to it. Half of it was a screened-in porch. The other half was a combination like kitchenette, living area, a teeny tiny bathroom with a stall shower, the tiniest sink you've ever seen. So there's walls and a roof. Yes. Barely. And then there's two but bedrooms. Yes. And the bedrooms are so tiny. Mm-hmm. The bedroom that my sister and I shared had bunk beds built into the wall. And you could just go in and like turn around. And that's all the room you had. you cabin when yes. you say? She means a house. Why can't I call it the camp? You can, you can you call should. it. She is our guest. She can call it. Let the camp. her call it. We call it the camp but, for but years. Those of us who are sitting on the, the soft oh, we're going to call it a cabin. Are going to call it a yeah. cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's okay. going to call it a camp. Yes, yeah. undoubtedly, Dana Just... is fucking wrong. Let her call it a camp. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the way that the the way that the property worked, it oh, was it, we ruined it. 
it was this gorgeous i mean my parents still live there i don't know why i'm saying was they actually transformed the camp into a giant beautiful house that they now live in but my dad built it my dad was the general contractor built the whole thing he's one of those people that like knows how to do all kinds of crazy shit right cool so it faces due west which means sunsets every night overlooking a valley and then these gorgeous mountains in the distance it's amazing. Mm. And there's a river that comes down from the mountains in the distance and traces along the valley. And you can see the river and the river goes off to the right. There's this ridge over to the right that has this kind of bald area that we would be able to go up and hike to. And we called it the ridge. Like this was like a thing. We would hike across the river and up the ridge. But it was a ridge. It was more of a mountain and the river was a stream. And the camp is a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. We need a translation. We need a key. For All this of one. that is accurate. Is there a legend to this story? <laughs> I, I will provide but... a legend to post online. So the background here is that because we lived down in the southern part of the state during the regular like school year, we were summer people. Shoobies. Yeah, they yeah. actually, and it's a big deal because in this town, oh there, yeah, we hate there, shoobies. Yeah, there weren't summer people. There was resentment for summer people. So there wasn't a lot of trust because we weren't considered to be like part of the town. Because you're not. Because we weren't. <laughs> Even though, I mean, at this point now, my parents are. My dad's on the conservation nah. committee. My mother's on the historical no, society. Nah. But this story, no, but this story is about then. This was then. We were new. And, and there's a lot of suspicion in rural areas about like people who are just coming in to just what? rape and pillage and and steal the treasures of Just the land the and leave. Americans. Right? Oh. <laughs> I think that was irony, Jesse. It's okay. Way to bring that down, Ian. Irony's oh, supposed sorry. to do that. Every once in a while, I like to teach a thing or two about history. <laughs> Thanks for listening, bud. <laughs> so there, there were even people who would refer to us as the dreaded term flatlanders. Whoa. I mean, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's right up there with carpetbagger. Yeah, yeah. Wait, not good. No. Not good. Flatlanders. So that's sort of the background. Flat but land. Where there's no mountain. We tried to be yeah. good neighbors. We tried to be a part of the scene. We tried to do all the things you do to be like good people, but flatlanders. When you look at the way the river carves through the valley, <laughs> this is beautiful like it, story. It, I'm giving you, you say a it picture. Meanders? It meanders through the valley, and the property went all the way down to the river. And there was this gorgeous like sandbar and you could go trap minnows down there that you use for fishing. Sure. But on the other side of the river. Is the girls camp. Belonged to another. <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we went meatballs. I thought it was meatballs all of a sudden. <laughs> it just that doesn't matter. That story would be amazing if it were meatballs. <laughs> this is not that story. It might be fancier. Uh, they might have prettier girls, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> The land on the other side of the river belonged to another family. And there was an elderly man who was the patriarch of that family. We'll call him Mr. Smith. But it was okay? the Vanderbilt. <laughs> but it was really the Vanderbilt. We'll be. call him Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith no longer lived on that property, but his daughter did. Mrs. Smith. And she... Did Mr. Smith move somewhere else or die? He was still alive at oh, this point, okay. but he didn't live there. Yeah. Now, Mr. Smith had given my father permission to... Use the land, walk on the land, hike on the land, and hunt on the land. Okay. And he had actually run into my dad out. He gave him hunting. permission to hunt on his twenty by thirty. 
<laughs> in my cabin, you may shoot. Yes. No. Yes. I think that Mr. Smith had like, I believe this was like dozens or hundreds of, I don't know. It was huge. Of yeah. camps. Huge, huge. Lots of camps. No, there's no camps. It's just woods and field. Yep. Okay. Woods and field. anything so that you had, moves. You had five acres. It had about a hundred. Yeah. Okay. So it was yeah. like the length of a football field. <laughs> um, about the size of a bathroom. So that was the deal that my dad had arranged with the father of that family. Okay. Okay. So whatever was on his land, your dad could kill. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. He literally ran into him while I was hunting and my dad, you know. Shot him talked. in the face. <laughs> Just like Dick Cheney <laughs> shot him right in the face. Right in the face. And it was done. My bad. Topic. So Mr. Vanderbilt's head is above their mantle. <laughs> yes. Okay. Did you it's ever hunt with your dad? No, but I did do shooting practice. With both the bone arrow and you the did. rifle. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. But never Never hunted? hunted, no. I've done bow and arrow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You've done bow hunting? Bow Not hunting, arrow. just we went to a target practice place. I couldn't even snap the bow back. I've done gun stuff too, but bow and arrow is like, if I could pick one, like I yeah. would pick that to do that all the time. So in the end times, you're going In the end of times, arrow. Jesse will protect times, us. You're going with an archer? Hell no. Sniper, you can do from 500 yeah, yards. I'll just like get going. good at the gun thing, so yeah. fine. All right. I'm just trying to pick pick teams. I'm pick just <laughs> thinking Dude. ahead. I think I'd pick Sean Roach. I think I'd pick his team. Yeah, he's going to throw up on a pool table and call it a day. Well, he's going mean, to sketch one, the can shit out of the arts. Wait, is this just like a gratuitous like shout out of a name? Yeah. No. No, no, no. The guy's no crazy. Sean Roche. My favorite was Steve's. Just like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't feel like going any further. And everyone else is like, I'm going to delve deep. And Steve's like, no, that's it. No. Let's just fucking move on. DTF, the Daryl and Timory Fun Hour, is the greatest sex ed comedy game show in the known universe. Come and join me, Daryl Charles, and Dr. Timory as we take a monthly look at everything in the world of sex and relationships. Play some games with us, win some prizes, have some fun. It's DTF, the Daryl and Timory Fun Hour at Frankie Bradley's on 13th and Chancellor. It's the show where a real-life comedian, Daryl Charles, and a real-life doctor of human sexuality, Dr. Timory, unpack the past month of sex ed, jokes, history, facts, and news. The second Friday of every month at Frankie Bradley's at 1320 Chancellor Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. DTF, the Daryl and Timory Fun Hour. So much fun. So much hour. Join us and be DTF. That's so corny. <laughs> We're in about 1985. Uh, Ian, who's on the charts? 1985. 1985. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, no, uh, Huey Lewis, no, no, no. Power of Love. Oh. Power of Love. Yeah. Oh, those are good. That was later, but... So my sister and her boyfriend at the time, so my sister is nine years older, so she's about 18. Name? Jay. Jay. And her boyfriend at the time. Jorgen? No. No. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Your oh, sister's name is Jay? Jay Ann. Is that a town in Ireland? Because Jay. No. That's not like a family thing? No, but it's another like creative name. It's J-A-E-A-N-N. Jay Ann. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm no, Donegal. I just, she's Jan. I, I'm EOIN. And like, I just like, yeah, my heart bleeds what? for like yeah, roll call. And just like the teacher would go like, down to my name you? and be like, uh, EIL. I, that's what yeah, I would just E-O-I-N. raise my I would raise my hand when the teacher was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ian. It's pronounced Ian. So, Jay. <laughs> J- 
and Henry were going to go for a hike across to the ridge. And they asked if I wanted to go, which was a big deal because it's like my big sister, you know, and I, I would do anything to spend hours with her. Sure. And she was usually like out How doing other stuff. Nine years. So she was usually out doing other stuff without me. Yeah. So yeah, like any time yeah. that I could spend with her was like yeah. a huge deal. So she says, we're going to go down to the river. We're going to go across the river, across the field and hike up the ridge. And I was like, awesome. We go down to the river and I take off my shoes and socks. I leave my socks on the other side of the river on the beach. What's amazing about this, guys, is that like we own this. I never appreciated it until I left and like I live in New Jersey this now. This is your plot of square this footage. This is our plot of land and my parents still live there and the river is still flowing. Like as I'm talking, they still live there. The river's still there. The beach is, it's like all there. It's amazing. How often do you go up? Um, every summer. We spend yeah. like a couple weeks. Yeah. Great. So. I leave my socks on the opposite shore because they're like soaking wet. I don't remember why. You leave them behind. I leave them there, yeah. We then traverse the field and then go up this gorgeous dirt road that is lined by these big giant maple trees. Like this road. We get it. You come from money. (laughs) There's no no houses here. What are you talking about? It's a 20 by 20 foot. (laughs) It's a 20 by 20 foot camp. The story is taking longer than it would take to walk from one end of your land to the other. That's all you have to do there is like think about things. It's a 30 foot walk. It's a 30 foot Ian, all they do up there is walk walk. and determine who the next presidential candidates are going to be. (laughs) That's all. That's what New Hampshire is. Who are we going to vote for? Who's Democratic? Let's take a stroll. So we get up the dirt road and we walk up the ridge and there's a great view up there and all of a sudden we hear this loud like um engine roaring like like getting louder and we look down and in the field that mr smith's daughter who's probably about 45 years old let's say is driving across the field in one of those like open air jeeps naked totally naked (laughs) not naked but with a shotgun and she's driving across. Twenty six. She was driving. She's parked. <laughs> yes, yeah, so of course she has a shotgun. She's parked at the foot of the field. Now we're up on this high ridge. Can you hear Lee Greenwood coming out of her stereo? <laughs> glad to be. Glad to be. That's it. That's proud to be. Proud to be. Oh no no. That felt, that felt nope. bad. I like Damn glad it. to know I'm American. I'm glad <laughs> no. to know. Thanks for right. letting me be American. <laughs> I'm very pleased to be an American. I've been told that I am free. <laughs> so we look down and she is very clearly like scoping, scoping us out oh, on this God. bald knob up on top of this hill. She's not pointing the gun at us. But How old she are you guys? Has it. You guys are young. I'm nine. Oh, My sister Jesus and her boyfriend Christ. are 18. But she's made you. She's looking up and she's oh, seen yeah. she's oh, she you. She is clearly yes. scoping it's us out. She is she's looking directly at us. dying for somebody to step oh, yeah. foot on her property. Oh, yeah. It feels like Please. that. Just Let me like shoot thirsty you. for it or right. something. Oh, right? yeah. So she could Mad Max it. <laughs> so Country music says was I Gary Busey in the sitting shotgun? No, she was all alone. What was that movie with Ice Gary Busey was, was not uh, there. Uh, it was an Ice T, but it was Gary Busey and Ice T was hunted. 
Buddy Holly story? Yeah. Surviving the, the Buddy game? Buddy Holly story. I mean, he was, he, he was in that. He was Buddy Holly. He was excellent in that. Yeah. No, no, no. Thank they, you, they, 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 they hunted Wait, humans. Steve was in the game? weapon? And um, Ice-T. Ice-T was in it. Lisa Most weapon. dangerous game? Surviving the game? That's a short story. Uh, okay, so guys. she's in a Jeep with a rifle, and she's eyeing us up, and I am scared to death. And of course, I'm thinking of like my sister and her boyfriend as the adults. My sister is like visibly because you've hiked in the, the hell out to the wrong yeah. area. And but this, it's not the wrong area if there's an agreement between. Well, that's you know in theory, but right. nobody's yeah. told her. No, nobody told. And the other Lee, thing is, and I, I don't Leanne know. Greenwood. I don't know if this translates across like suburban or like urban communities but the idea of private property in a rural area is such a big deal that like i have the right to shoot you dead if you step on my land yeah and it's like i am born from my land that's why the song this land is your land this land is my <laughs> land. It's actually, they're segregating. It's they're like, different look, lands. there's a line that I'm drawing. This is yours. This is mine. If you step on it, I will shoot you. Yeah, that's the song yeah. that's playing from her Jesus. It's the subtext. It's so serious they put an L in drawing. It's true. I, I understand this, and I'm horrified at the same time. My folks had property in the Poconos, and yeah. we oh, they, they never they never shit. would have thought about shooting someone who stepped. Well, who on knows their if property. this person actually shoot, would have shot someone? Shoot a nine-year-old. <laughs> Why not? Right They're for being on your ridgeline. So here's what here's what we were trying to figure out. We're like, okay, we can go over the top of the ridge, like and down the back. There was no never any moment. Just like. Hey, Barbara. No. What's up, neighbor? No yeah. way. So you no. guys were immediately afraid. Yes. So she zooms up, revs at the bottom of the mountain. Yes. You can see she clearly has a shotgun yes. and no top on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. She was clothed. That was someone's fantasy. Come on, let's be serious. She's wearing American flag bikini bottoms and no top. <laughs> no top. Guys, we're all picturing it. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Like, I'm just saying what we're all thinking. Okay. <laughs> There was no part of us that at any point entertained the idea of like flagging her down to have a rational conversation. It was hostility. Yes. Immediately. Yes. I think there may have been past interactions that suggested to us that she might be hostile. Border skirmishes. Yeah. Right. So things like if you climb up this bluff, I'll shoot you with my tits. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot your kid. Yeah. You know, and subtle, subtle threats yeah. like that. We With got my, the tits hanging out. It's it's noted. Hold on. My tits are in the sun. You have until my nipples burn to get down off my ridge. <laughs> so my sister proposes that we go further up and over and down the backside of the ridge. Isn't ah, that, but make isn't, a go of it. Genius. But isn't that further into sitting their target. territory? Yes, sitting yeah, target. But we didn't know what else, what the hell else we were going to do. So, Is that when you ran into the Native Americans? Who, <laughs> or the Grinch? Is this on the Grinch's mountain? Who, who really owned the land? Yeah. Or the, or the like, Von Trapps who Tatonka. were escaping the Nazis? Tatonka. <laughs> we start going up the ridge and all of a sudden we hear... Do it. Uh, no. Here it comes. Yep. 
Oh, yeah. She's gunning it. <laughs> that's not a car, Steve. No, it's, it's... <laughs> no that's not a car. <laughs> that's a girl. That's not that's a car. That's a Jeep? Steve, no! Steve, that's the sound of a topless woman. <laughs> You're goddamn no! right it is. Wait, let me try it again. I did it wrong. Okay, it was go like, on. Go on. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm okay. hearing the same thing. So you ran into Encino Man. <laughs> I thought it was like Forrest Gump when, you know, his mom's with the doctor. Wait, no, don't tell us. Okay. I'm crying. If you can make that sound one more time. One more Go ahead. Just, everybody one more. close your yeah. eyes and just All right. be honest. What do you no, hear? Wait, let me get my act together. I'm laughing too hard. Hold okay. on, ready? All right. <laughs> okay, that's Mickey Rourke. No, it's it's the engine from the four by four. No, it's not. That's a. Do you know what it was? It's an animal. Motherfuckers, that was wild a, boar, a moose. Ooh. Yeah, no that was a moose cow, a mama moose, and her baby calf. That you and would this, run in. Yes, in that was on oh the top, uh, up at the tippy top, where we were gonna go to try to avoid the shotgun, and she's like. How the fucking that's, that's you people elect seven feet <laughs> tall? You people, horse? you seriously, you God craft the fucking political landscape of the United States no of wonder. America. Yeah, but you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you hear that guttural sound? You flip a bitch and go take your and chances vote. and you go vote. Suns out, tits out. <laughs> Suns out. Yeah. I know people have seen pictures of moose, meese. I think plural. Cartoons and, and drawings. I've seen they moose. are massive, massive, massive okay. fucking animals. Okay. Massive okay? beast. So there's this mama moose who now and you surprised them has her baby. Oh, right. You right? surprised the mama moose. Oh I my mean, gosh. They're as territorial as like uh, hippos, who are the most deadly animal in Ooh. Africa. Like I they are. That. Yes extraordinarily yes. territorial. I'm sorry, but you guys should talk to people in Wyoming who are between grizzlies and their mamas. Oh, and God. They need to have weapons. Oh Fuck Wyoming. Schools <laughs> so that grizzlies and their babies Communist. are not separated. Oh, my Fuck God. Fuck grizzly bears. Let's get so, back to mooses. So the moose... Mises. Mises. I just, I just dick, remember Kevin. feeling like this was the most ginormous animal I ever seen in my life oh, you were nine years joke. old their yeah. legs were as tall as you yeah it was giant and you're i mean you guys know that, that up up i'm ginormous in new england they all have bumper stickers that say i break for moose because yeah. if you hit a moose with your car you are fucked and you are dead oh, yeah. because it's like tons of weight up on these little spindly stick up? legs is that why they and it comes through the windshield bumper stickers because I, I break would for have moose. one that says my dad I, had one that said i break, I break for, for giant brick buildings but did you have that? Well, why wouldn't I? Because hello, like that yeah, would that'll kill you. Car. I prefer. Dana, I don't I, know I, if you know this, but a giant brick building will kill you. Yeah, they're not on spindly it. legs. If that bumper sticker does not exist, it should, yeah. and I will Has put it on my car. Has a giant brick building ever run out in traffic while you're driving down traffic. the road? Traffic. <laughs> Has it ever run out in traffic? <laughs> Listen, Ian O'Shea. <laughs> Traffic. Great, Traffic. I always, I always like the, the since we're talking about bumper stickers, I always like the one that was like, gone fishing. That's the bumper sticker I like. Okay, Ian. It's a simple folk. Yeah. For yeah. a simple Just, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so back to tits and shotgun. It's a great, great day. So, so by now her so nipples that, are burned. So now we, now we got two choices. Either we go down to the Jeep with the shotgun. Yes. Or we go up to the mama cow moose who's about to like, kick her fucking ass because she's protecting her baby. Which one has a bigger rack? 
That oh. was amazing. Right Mama Moose don't have Look rack. at me. Don't push that mic away again. <laughs> Look at that me. That is biologically <laughs> inaccurate because Mama Moose don't have hey, look, rack. I don't need, oh, I don't need nice. my puns to be accurate. And as my dad Clearly. reminded me, their racks, they don't call them by points. They call them as like palms because moose antlers don't have points. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of decide to hedge our bets and we go in between the two of them kind of down the face of this rock cliff. We're like, we don't know what we're doing, but we're trying to avoid all the threats. I don't even know how we do it. We get down and then we get back to the side no of- No shoes. I don't know what I was wearing. I have no well, recollection. Not socks. Not socks. And we get back to the shore where I'd left my socks. Nice. And my socks had been menstruated, sliced on. up. <laughs> Tampered what with? What the fuck? Menstruated? This bitch how was mad. How would you know? <laughs> how would you purposefully menstruate <laughs> right. on and someone? Then, and then then how would you know? Oh, you, you guys are up to some really <laughs> weird shit. Hold on a second. Um, Is this a moment of... <laughs> Ian's Science Corner. Science is a part of our everyday lives. Wonderful surprises right before your very eyes. Ian's Science Corner. Science. Ian Science Corner. Okay, that's good. When a woman is oh. driving a Jeep Wrangler wearing no top in the blazing summer sun. In the correct conditions, if a muse, a, a, a moose, a muse, a, a muse, <laughs> which is French for moose, <laughs> cries out, a woman who is in tune with her own land has been known <laughs> to have her uterine line explode from her vagina. Oh Imme- my Imme- God! And if she has warning, she can spew it on some socks. <laughs> Science Corner. <laughs> no, I am very fortunate that my socks had not been menstruated upon purposefully. But they by... were sliced? No, they had been sliced. Jeez. What the fuck? They, it looked like either uh, somebody took a hatchet to them or scissors or a knife. Yeah. Were they on your property at this point? Theirs. And you're back. Oh, theirs. Oh, theirs. I had crossed the river and left my wet socks on a log yeah. on their side of the river. So and when we got back, like, they were all chopped up. And that was the message? That scared the shit out of us. I mean, remember, yeah. I'm nine. I'm nine years old. Yeah. Yeah. That to me was like, we are in a horror movie well, and someone is yeah, going to kill us. Yeah, that's backwood communication. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. So we get back to my parents' camp. Cabin, cabin. whatever the cabin. you want to call it. Sure. Yeah. And my dad comes right out and he's like, what were you guys doing? Like well, we climbed the ridge, whatever, and he was like, "Well, Mrs. Smith was just here." Turns out that once we disappeared over the ridge, she hightailed it off the field, went up, and came to my parents. And what she had done was she had basically threatened my dad. What? And she, yeah, she was like, "With what? Uh, her gun? Just her get to, get to stay off my land? She, yeah, or I'll she, put her she shirt was, on." She was like, "You need to get your children <laughs> under control. They shouldn't be on my land." And my dad, to his credit, said. You don't need to talk to me. You need to talk to your father nice. because I have an arrangement with your dad. And he told me without any problem that we could be over here. He was very gracious about it. But she uh, was just pissed and then and then drove away. I just remember thinking the whole thing was like we were about to be murdered yeah. or eaten by a moose. Yeah, yeah. Well, or both. 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 I mean, both. We would be dead yeah. and 
yeah. either one of those and stories. The but then, as the as the years went on, you know, my folks then moved up there you full read time books and realized they're <laughs> herbivores. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> cobbles women or mooses? I was like, that naked yes, woman's never going to yes. eat me. <laughs> I'm so silly. Go towards the herbivore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bumper sticker. That right there. Yep. I break for topless women. <laughs> topless women are always. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, they make mud flaps for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Every week, somebody tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. The Punch-Up Podcast.